0: Today, on Media Lear Sandwich, we talk to the founder of Potable, another podcast platform. This one is to focus on community, which, let's face it, we need more of. Welcome to Media Lear Sandwich. Notice, um, it's just me. Uh, Mark is doing his thing at college so like in our previous episode we talk about how he's an older student and well he's off being a student and will he got cron from con crud from one of our many conventions we go to i'm kind of happy i skipped that one uh, I'm Scotty Miale, better known as Toten, from youtube.com slash and of course, Sandwich.com. where you can find us on the website you can find us on Podbean, iTunes Google, you know all, all these different places uh, you know, before we even start I want to thank you for watching or listening because we do have the video version and the audio version please follow, like if you subscribe to us on YouTube hit the bell so you know when those videos come out And today we have a very special guest. Uh, You know, we're looking at all these different podcast platforms and stuff. Uh, a little bit of news here. We're no longer with our network. It was a perfectly cool breakup. I hug John every time I see him, but we're no longer with them, so we no longer have the exclusivity that we had with uh, Pod Bros. So now we're talking to a lot of other people and figuring out what else we can do. So today we have Sheldon with Podable.
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: Okay, where are you based off of?
1: We're based right now in New York City. Um, I'm actually in a work co-working space.
0: Oh, okay, very cool. A lot of cool. I, I'm, I work downtown Detroit. There's so many co-working oh, spaces. Uh-huh. It's, it's. <laughs> if I could do this in a co-working space, I probably would, and annoy everyone around me. <laughs> you have a really sweet setup, though, with the, with the background. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. So, potable. What exactly is it? It, what exactly wow, I can't talk tonight. What exactly is it? Because I want to plant something now.
1: Mm, okay. Yeah. So, so podcast potable essentially is a podcasting platform. Uh, what we're trying to do is create a fair playing marketplace where, you know, you take a look at the people who are growing in regards to their podcast size and their audiences. It's usually the top hundred or so on iTunes. That's getting all the listens. And our thought is there's a lot of really good content out there. There's a lot of people that are continuously looking for podcasts that can keep listening to that's related to the content that they're interested in. How do we fuse those together? And how do we help authors be able to go and uh, share their content in an easier place? So right now it's a uh, consumer-facing application that you can listen to on uh, desktop or you can listen to on your phone or releasing a native app. And you can actually click a button and see all the related podcasts based on specific podcasts, which is really unique. I don't think anyone else
0: has that feature. So how do you make it searchable?
1: Yeah, good question. So one of the things that we're doing, and I think it's somewhat unique, is we're actually taking all the audio and we're transcribing it from audio to text. We're taking that, we're indexing that into sort of a a graph database, and we're able to search basically keywords and see them related to each other. So you might look at something like Media Letter, and you were looking at specifically a lot of musician and a lot of music-based podcasts. You could see them related based off of those kinds of keywords.
0: Very interesting. Like, how does it decide which ones are its keywords? Because I know there's some programs out there now. They work okay-ish yeah
1: yeah uh, good good question so there's a couple of really interesting algorithms out there i won't bore you too heavily with the, with the details but we're using a very similar algorithm that goes with the way google ranks their specific content on, uh, on Google uh,
0: in the very basic sense it looks at and they change the way their algorithms <laughs> work like every other every day <laughs> our, every our day. slogan on the show is may the algorithms be in your favor because <laughs> we never know what those things are doing
1: yeah it's it's pretty insane but for, for podcasts is a little bit easier because people aren't trying to spam things too much mm-hmm. so We look at what are the unique keywords and terms inside that specific podcast episode and how do we relate that to the user search. So if I typed in something like entrepreneurship, you'll get a lot of stuff. But if I type in something a little bit more heavier like crypto-based currencies or Ethereum or something like that, you'll get more specific episodes to to that kind of content.
0: So how does a podcaster submit? Cause a lot of the platforms, they make it real easy. I just take my RSS form and I put it in there and I'm done.
1: Yep. So we're rolling out a feature that's going to be exactly that. Basically all you got to do is give us your RSS feed. Uh, we'll drop it in there and we'll start pulling it in on a, on a regular basis.
0: Okay. Yeah. You know, I would think it'd be interesting to be able to have a spot where people can write down their keywords. Cause right now, uh, we host with Podbean, and mm-hmm. not really keywords as categories. But if I just you know copied all my tags and keywords from YouTube or from the websites I post in, I can't just paste it in the categories because it creates new categories and yeah. then I run out of space. Versus yeah. just just use them as tags. <laughs>
1: That's interesting. I, we've, we've talked a little bit about that. I, I think one of the things that we're always wondering is how much work are podcasters willing to put in in regards to uh, the high quality of their content? Like, what, is it too much to ask to say, hey, like, would you be open to transcribing your own stuff or would you be open no. to giving us keywords? Yeah, exactly. Because
0: YouTube has uh, <laughs> does have a function to let other people to transcribe and wow i wish i had those dedicated amount of fans (laughs) because i've done that i i have transcribed videos before for captioning on youtube and it is a lot of work for a five-minute video it's a lot of work and i don't want to do it for a full podcast
1: yeah it's it's insane so that the idea of adding tags and keywords i think is is really, really interesting. I think one something that we also wanna look at is having listeners tagging episodes themselves, mm-hmm. tagging the things that they find the most interesting, user-generated-based content, saying, hey, this was a really, really interesting podcast that was, I'm just gonna use again, cryptocurrency, and let's tag more of those episodes, and then we have a better ranking out
0: Is there a reason why listeners would want to do this? Tagging? Yes.
1: I think it builds a more community-based aspect, Mm -hmm. giving people an opportunity to really give back. Uh, One of the big things that we're trying to do at Podable is build out that community, right? We're trying to give all stories a chance to share their voices. And a big part of it, too, is how do you get podcast authors to be able to communicate more effectively with their community? It seems right now it's always a one-way street, right? There's Twitter, there's Facebook. YouTube and email obviously, but there isn't really a central platform where you could talk to your biggest fans. You could talk to the people that adore you the most or that are really interested in your content and be able to collaborate with them and and grow your network even farther.
0: So how are you planning to do that? Where's the two way streak here? Where's the communication way?
1: Yeah. So what we're planning on releasing is similar in like a subreddit type of community mm-hmm. where you go on, you can manage your show, and you have a certain number of followers, similar in like how, how Twitter or Instagram works in regards to people who follow you. And they're they're basically subscribers, people who are listening to your stuff on a regular basis. Within the followers, what you will have is a UI where you can take a look at an analytics dashboard and see who are your most frequent users and who's listening to your most stuff and be able to group them. And you could contact them directly through a messaging board or a direct message or have the ability to talk and set up questions and have them talk back and forth with you.
0: Hmm. Now, is there any plans to create like a, a Patreon type thing on top of the platform?
1: We we're thinking about doing an API with with Patreon uh, so that people can just go directly through Patreon. I think it, it'd be kind of foolish to go and compete with Patreon. They're doing a, a really great job in regards to helping people mm-hmm. and podcasters specifically really grow their craft. Um, so we would probably just do an API or something like that.
0: Okay, now what is an API? Oh, sure. An API is really just creating the
1: pipes that go from our website to Patreon. So okay, so, of so they're
0: linked. To go and
1: click to patreon.com and and donate or something like that, you could actually do it right on the
0: app. Okay. And now the platform's also hosting, right? We actually don't do hosting. Okay. We are,
1: we, our big thing is there's a lot of really good hosts out there. It doesn't really make a lot of sense for us to go and, and build and get to the same level that those hosts are, and I, I don't want to take any of their market share, and I really want to work more with them.
0: Our focus. That's cool. There's so many are like, well, you should host <laughs> with us too. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, it, it just doesn't seem like uh, I don't like know. The hosts are just as good, right? Our thing is more. We have uh, we're building out an embeddable player. We, we basically want podcasters to work with us in saying, hey, instead of sending your audience to iTunes. Why not send your audience to a player that actually cares? Why not send your audience to someone that has a lot of different components to help you build out your audience, communicate with them more effectively, be able to monetize your content and have more advanced analytics in the future.
0: Mm -hmm. I just send them to the website. (laughs) But your
1: website, which your website is great. Um, and it's a good question in regards to, do you have like a lot of advanced analytics that you can pay attention to and help grow out your show even further? Like, do you have the ability to directly message those members who are always listening to your content?
0: No, I don't. I have no idea who's listening to me. I wish they would talk to me more. Hey, hi, how are you doing?
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs)
0: you know but we do have other ways uh, i totally encourage people to go to facebook we not only have a page but we have a group and within that group we really do want to have a community i allow people to actually self-promote in the group as long as they participate in the community yeah. um, and we we don't have too many people that participate that actually post but those that do If they don't comment on other people's things, usually all it takes is one little message. Hey, by the way, this is a two way street in here. You could self promote all you want. All I ask is for a like or two, and, and maybe a comment here and there on other people's things. And nine out of 10 times they just say, Okay, that sounds great. And then all of a sudden I get all these notifications that they're commenting and actually participating in groups. Uh You know, if they only do it when they're going to self-promote, that is so many times better than most of the Facebook groups I see out there where all it is, is everybody just dropping a link. There's no likes no mm-hmm. comments. Nobody's talking to each other. And I believe that's what your platform is trying to avoid. You want to yeah. have that community. and those things are are just so valuable,
1: yeah, agreed. And I think one of the biggest thing, especially for for podcasters, is they put so much time and effort into their their craft and into their, their, like they it's tough. It's a tough world, right? Mm -hmm. And being able to just have someone like your stuff and be able to communicate with you and it gives you a lot more hope and it it makes you want to continue to work harder and harder towards uh, whatever your goals really are. Mm
0: -hmm. So you say you already have a sort of AI that's going to transcribe people's uh, things. Uh Is that AI going to look for anything else, such as uh, uh, YouTube has its uh, content ID? Are you ever going to use it to do anything else with it?
1: In the future, we're, we're a little new, um, so getting an AI to transcribe lots of audio files to text is already kind of uh, difficult.
0: That's a huge. <laughs> this is that's a huge thing. I totally understand.
1: Yeah, but I mean, we see we see lots of different ways that we can help and and build out the community.
0: Okay, so is this gonna help? people get sponsors because i know Mm. when you're a podcaster people say how do i make money well ha 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 you don't it's for fun (laughs) you know if you make a little bit of anything if you happen to break even well great on you yeah um but in those hopes let's entertain the question can the platform help somebody make money
1: absolutely i mean that's that's a big focus of mine actually Mm -hmm. so My background, I come from the tech community. I worked in the ad tech space in in New York City in regards to, that's essentially what we do, is we help people who have a lot of really good content monetize and, and make money off of it. Our focus and our goal really is eventually with this transcription engine, to be able to automatically pair you to advertisements that are high quality. So we transcribe the ad, we transcribe the audio, and anyone would be able to go and submit and be able to dynamically find an ad that would work best with your specific content.
0: So they actually get to choose what advertisements or how's that working like? Do you have, you know, I I doubt at this point you have a pocket full of sponsors.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So it's it's a little right now it's a little bit more theoretical and like we we haven't built this out all the way, but the way that essentially it'll work is if you already have sponsors and, or let's say you have categories that you only want to work with specific sponsors, you can check mark them and we'll go and find ads that we think work best with the content. Uh, making sure the ad is high quality, but also that it relates to the podcast. You don't want something that's really, let's say, like a dating podcast, and you want want them advertising a WrestleMania show, right? That'd be terrible, and it'd be totally jarring for the user. You want something that fits specifically in that content, and that's essentially what we're trying to build.
0: Yeah, but who needs dating advice more than your wrestling fans? Joking, sure. joking. <laughs> maybe a little have, not i don't know <laughs> i mean i totally see why i mean just browsing through my own videos i have videos on zombies and then nerf stuff pops up just because i have a nerf video that's popular um yeah. and that's some weird algorithms but it, it, that's <laughs> what happens yeah um so, are you going through anybody uh, for these ads, or these are things that you're gonna, you know, have a manager, an employee, or yourself to be actually contacting people, or is this through through a third source?
1: So, so two sources really. Um, one is we want to try and bring the podcasting advertising space into the the more major markets. Um, Again, my background being in tech, I am relatively connected to these larger brands that are really interested in advertising with podcasts. Mm-hmm. They ask several questions, though. The first one is, how much volume do they have? The second one is, let me listen to their, their actual show and like see what the content's like. And the third one is, what are my analytics? How do I know if things are actually happening? How do, how do I know if people are buying, so on and so forth? Difficult things to answer unless you actually have a platform that you can show, hey, this user actually listened to this specific episode, this user is really interested in this particular product, and you can actually dynamically insert these ads into the content for, um, so you don't have to have the large, large amount of volume where you have a podcast that says like a million, that's easier to sell. But you have a podcast that gets a thousand downloads or maybe even 500, that's a lot harder to, to try and monetize. So the long story essentially is we help connect them to agencies and within those agencies, basic people could go on and be like, I have a really good podcast set. I'd really love to build a connection to that podcast host.
0: Okay. So you keep talking about the analytics. I just want to keep this straight with the analytics. It only pertains to that one platform. It doesn't all of a sudden do magic back through the RSS stream. Like, well, You have so many people on this, but it's only your platform, correct?
1: It would be only our platform for right now. We want to build a partnership with the hosting companies eventually to be able to to sync our analytics with them and yeah. to help them be able to monetize as well. But not right insulting
0: now. Podbean, but Podbean needs help with their analytics. <laughs> Has a little spot that says platforms. Okay, cool. That tell so that's gonna tell me what platforms are listening to me. All right, cool. iOS, not wrong kind of platform. Those are operating systems, yo. Yeah. Yeah, those are operating systems, not platforms. Yeah, maybe my definitions are off. I don't know. (laughs) No, it sounds like you're right. (laughs) Uh, You'd think a host would be able to tell you these things, you know? Because I, you know. I'm learning about the podcast world and talking to a bunch of podcast networks which makes my mind spin. Not because they're complicated, but because they're oversimplified cuz I come from the YouTube world where networks are huge massive things and analytics are like the nitty-gritty, you know. Yeah. Like, okay, I have this main people in America. What town are they in? <laughs> yes.
1: So that's that's sort of the level of analytics that you can offer when you actually are a platform that is growing and has a lot of users that are listening to it.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, may I recommend something? Sure. Because one thing that, um, you know, um, my host and I actually talked about was we're, we're, we're like, what do we want more of? Mm-hmm. How are we going to advertise ourselves? What do we want more of? And one of those things is collabs. Because mm-hmm. I come from the YouTube world and, and uh, Mark comes from public access TV world. And William is a photographer. So I don't know what he means by collab other than a bunch of people running out with cameras. I don't know. Um, but we've came up with ideas of collabing and in the forums it would be really cool to have specific collabs or even site spot sponsored in quotation marks video is always different than the audio version mm-hmm. um you know sponsored collabs where the site is saying hey this month we want to try this type of collab, you know, join these groups or enter, you know, maybe a spot to, to create a group, go find a group and join it and do this type of collab. And that could be, you know, and there's a, so many different ways you can create collabs and probably even even have a suggestion thing like suggest a collab of the month. Can you, you elaborate a little bit more on what a collab is? Okay. So a collab to me is anything from cross promoting, uh, such as uh, hosts joining another show to um, even breaking a story in two on my show. I tell half the story and then you go to another show to see the other half. Oh. Um, so it could be anything as okay. interviewing each other or tagging each other or just different ways to shout out. Hey, this month, we're going to talk about um, the most Wikipediaist uh, podcast I know. And that is Dave's nerd compendium, <laughs> which, you know, just so much information on, on, uh, wow, I'm really advertising on the people's podcasts today. You're doing a good job. You're
1: doing a good job, (laughs) man. You (laughs) know,
0: know, it's, it's, you know, know, or it's even topics. Hey, Mm -hmm. we're sharing topics, and since our topic's so relatable, we're gonna talk up, we're bringing in a specialist from this podcast. Mm -hmm. You know, it could even, you know, so there's there's a lot of different ideas. There's a lot of different ways people can, can do it. Very cool. You know, um, one idea I had, um, maybe it'll be my April Fool's joke, I don't know, is actually having someone else completely just host the podcast and they just do their own show. They just call it Media Layer Sandwich and I do the same thing to them.
1: That's cool. I think I've seen that done before and I, I really like that.
0: But So what makes your, you're saying your platform is different because of the analytics and the way you want people to communicate with each other.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a big part of it. Um, and from the, the listener standpoint, as a pod, like I listen to a lot of podcasts, it's the only place I can find that allows me to find new content based off of the other content that I really like, other mm. shows that I really like. The only network that allows me to tag friends and be able to send people shows and snippets of, of shows and actually have my own public profile. So we, we spent the last six months building out a really good consumer listening experience.
0: Now when you say tag people, so that's gonna send people that are part of the, like uh, they have accounts on the platform, mm-hmm. or would it send people to their emails?
1: You could do either. So okay. if you send it on Facebook, for instance, it'll create like a nice Facebook photo of, of the, the podcast that you want to listen to. Mm-hmm. And if they click on it, it'll start playing right from there. Um, I send it to people over texts or you can send it to people directly over the platform.
0: Okay. I just wonder what the borderline for spamming is, but that's the individual podcaster anyway.
1: Yeah. I I feel like this is more for like friends or someone, for instance, like my group of friends really like entrepreneurial based podcasts. So I'll be like, oh, I really love this snippet of uh, Tim Ferriss and send that over to, to my buddy and he'll be able to listen to
0: it. Okay. You know, another question with uh, the translating system and it picking Mm -hmm. out keywords, Mm -hmm. maybe you could have an approval process. I mean, you know, it could already be approved, but you could, but maybe an option. So if the individual podcaster wants to look into it, they can see what it picked and Mm. they could change that. Mm.
1: That's interesting. That's something definitely I'll let our team know about.
0: Yeah, cause that's something I definitely would do. I mean, and if there was a way where it could actually, you know, if I could link it to, you know, uh, like if for some reason it takes my RSS feed, uh, if you figure out what, well, I guess I would have to submit it individually and say, hey, can you take the tags from this webpage or this from mm-hmm. this URL and transfer it over? That would save me a lot of time. Mm. That's
1: good to know. I'll definitely uh, let them know about that. Cause you got, you got
0: the, a lot of value with
1: like SEO, right? With, uh, being able to share keywords and transcriptions. Mm-hmm.
0: And stuff like that, right? Yeah. cut, ca- yeah. I, once again, I come from that school. Oh, how can I, how, how is this going to fit into the algorithms? How can I get it out <laughs> there? How come this doesn't let me book keywords? Wh- what are categories? That doesn't make sense. You know, yeah. give me some keywords. Let me, let me tag this thing up with relevant tags. <laughs> All right. We actually have a segment called Questions from a Hat. Um, Anyone that's listening or watching is welcome to uh, submit questions. Uh, If you submit a question, I will put your name on the question. I will shout you out if I read it. Let me go ahead and... Okay, I don't even know what that means. (laughs) It said something with Lucky Charms on it, so I'm just going to... That one is. I'm gonna toss that one away right now. That one was. Why are you afraid of a particular platform that I don't even like? Ah. <laughs> I was like, "Why well, am afraid? That platform kicked me off for advertising my own for my own a uh, uh, web page." So no. <laughs> um. Oh, here's a here's a good one for anyone in New York worst experience getting a ride from point a to point b so this could be your friend this could be an uber this could be a taxi bus train whatever
1: (laughs) yeah so the worst experience i ever had was going to the beach at rockaway and we thought instead of taking the bus or taking an uber down which probably takes about 40 minutes or so we really wanted to try the brand new public transit on the river the river taxi So we are able to go on, we get to the line, and there's a line of 150 people is waiting for this river taxi. And it's so hot that literally two people passed out during that time, which was absolutely crazy.
0: Oh, man.
1: Yeah. So the river taxi comes, and we miss the first one. So now we're waiting for probably 45 minutes for this next river taxi. It shows up, we get on, it takes us down to another river taxi. We have to get off and get in another line, In order to get to the beach, so we're waiting now. We've been waiting for about, or commuting for about two hours already. We get through that line. It takes us all the way to the uh, beach at Rockaway, which is really fun. It's a, it's a nice, uh, great experience. They sell beer on the boat, which is pretty cool. Uh, They don't do that on the train, so that's kind of something weird. And they drop us off, and lo and behold, we actually have to take a bus now to get to to the beach. So that's two (laughs) river taxis. We've been commuting for three and a half hours with me, my girlfriend, and my friend who was the one who was the bright idea of saying, let's take the river taxi. It'll be a great experience. And we take the bus and we just get to a point where the bus is taking us to 10 stops. We get off the bus and we're finally at the beach. And it took me 30 minutes to get home on an Uber. (laughs)
0: That sounds like one of those, we're going on an adventure. Yeah. We're it, going it, on an adventure. And, we only stayed at the beach and for it takes like 45 a...
1: minutes by the
0: time we got there. It was like 3.30, Oh, man. Oh, man. So and don't, don't I, take the road And I think one of the, one one of the points places. of why, why this question is in there, and I think I really enjoy this question because it took you so long, whether or not you enjoy the journey. The platforms, the actual <laughs> thing, you know, some people yeah. feel like that. Yeah. They really feel like that. So <laughs> here's a meta question for you. So with your platform, are you the river bus? Are you the line? <laughs> or are, you the, or are I, you the beach? Or are you the the Uber or however you got home?
1: <laughs> I think we're the Uber. We're the where the way that you can grow your your podcast the fastest, presuming that, you know, everyone wants to work together and Mm -hmm. you want to have the best tools available and you want to actually, you know, be able to make a living and focus on your content instead of having to focus on the business, which I think is always a real problem in the podcasting space.
0: Okay. So do you think people, you know, do you think... How much do you think people do focus on the business? It seems
1: like a lot. I think, like, the it seems like the hardest thing is honestly marketing your podcast mm-hmm. um, and trying to figure out how to market your podcast because platforms, let's say where everyone's at right now, iTunes, you can't market there. Mm-hmm. Um, Spotify, you can't really market there. You if can market you can on even Google. Get
0: on Spotify. Exactly. You can market
1: on Google, but that's a little weird. There's a lot of websites for top podcasts. You can market on Facebook, but Facebook in my perspective is kind of shady in regards to the way that that advertising spend is is done so there, there's really difficult to figure out how do you monetize And it seems like everyone's trying to not even monetize trying to market and get people to to just talk about them and show them some love
0: all right thank you any final thoughts no this was this was really
1: great uh first time pod, you know on a podcast so that's, that's a pretty interesting experience i but,
0: appreciate it i appreciate you reaching out to me Definitely. Uh, <laughs> all right. So wrapping up. Potable, another podcast platform trying to be something a little bit more. Uh I'm definitely gonna check it out. Uh we'll probably submit RSS feed, so maybe check us out on potable and we could see that you we could see that one person was on our analytics. So that'd be kind of cool.
1: <laughs> definitely. Hopefully we can give stories a voice together. <laughs>
0: Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I'm Scotty Miley, better known as Toden. You can find me at totin.com and of course, Sandwich.com and the video versions on YouTube.com slash K. Uh, I believe when this comes out, uh, it still is before Taylor Comic-Con, so we will be at Taylor Comic-Con in December. You can find more about that on yourcomicon.com. Again, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Join the discussion on Facebook and our group, our Media Letter Sandwich group, and may the algorithms be in your favor.